glad you're here. I'm Nicole, and welcome to King's Court Podcast. We sure are living in some very challenging times. However, being deeply grounded in Christ will ensure we weather the storms of life well. The agenda of the enemy is to bombard us with negativity and distract us from God. We have to resist the devil and keep our eyes focused on the Lord. The Word of God is our weapon as we tear down destructive thinking patterns and replace lies with the truth of God's Word. I love the scripture in Romans chapter 4, which says, God gives life to dead things and speaks of non-existent things as if they already are here. This, in a nutshell, is what the faith walk is. This scripture ties in with Hebrews 11.1, which tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 also tells us that we walk by faith, not sight. This requires perseverance and will transform us. The season of sifting we are currently in is to perfect us what God already began. We are to be transformed, not conformed. We are called to look, live, think, and talk differently from non-believers. Listen to Romans 12.2. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not imitate its customs, but be transformed and changed by the entire renewal of your mind. The world is continually trying to wear us out trying to conform us to its image, and the enemy is looking for entrance into our lives any way he can. He is subtle and sneaky, like a snake in the grass. If he can get us to compromise in little ways, he's gained ground. God's word clearly tells us to stand firm and not waver. In the book of James, He tells us that a double-minded man receives nothing from God. There is a new thing the Lord is doing. And for each of us, the requirement will be unique. Listen to the words of the prophet Isaiah in chapter 43. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? We like old things, comfortable things, like an old sweater that feels so comfy and we don't want to throw it out. We just can't seem to part with old things. But Holy Spirit wants us to let go of the old so we can embrace the new. Anyone who steps out and does something different 
will come up against opposition. Even in the Bible, Timothy and Jeremiah felt unqualified. But God sees things differently. We can't be worried about what people think. We must only be interested in doing what God tells us to do. However, Satan will try to use our insecurities to keep us out of God's best. That's where grace kicks in. It is by his grace, by his strengthening in us and through us that we overcome. The shaking the Lord is allowing will continue, especially in the area of systems of man that has set up shop in God's house. God is not playing. He wants all these things to come down, and they will. Years ago, my husband and I did a major home renovation. What a mess it was. Tearing down walls, rewiring, cleaning an old chimney, pulling down 15 layers of wallpaper, stripping paint, installing new windows, a new kitchen, a new bathroom. Some things remained, but not all. It was a process and we did it in stages. We made a lot of sacrifices in those eight years, but the end result was so lovely. This is what's happening in the Spirit. Holy Spirit is taking some things down because they will not hold up to what's coming. And not only that, they will not produce lasting results for the Kingdom of God. I have learned that I will forever be frustrated if I live for an audience with people or if I try to do things that God has said are done with. The Lord Jesus died and shed his blood for us. We can't worry if we're not popular with some people as long as we are pleasing to God. Did you know that even the Apostle Paul was questioned about what he was doing? He faced much persecution. If he would have yielded to the pressure, he would have been defeated. Listen to his response from questions in Galatians chapter 6. From now on, I let no person trouble me by making me feel it necessary to give reason for my authority or my preaching of the gospel. For I bear on my body the evidence of my persecution, and these things show who owns me. Jesus himself said, in the world we would have trouble. But then he said something so remarkable. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I don't know about you, but when I'm facing ongoing trouble or circumstances that just won't go away, I find it hard to be of good cheer. But the Lord Jesus Christ himself admonishes us to do that. He wants us to know that his hand is on us and that his angels are watching over us. In Matthew chapter 13, beginning in verse 24, we have the parable of the wheat and tares. 
When I read through it, I realize how different my thinking is from God. Jesus is the sower here, and we are the good seeds. The weeds are all those toxic situations, negative mindsets and attitudes, those unresolved issues that keep lingering. And what God is telling me in this parable is this. I know you are uncomfortable, but you can still grow and flourish, even in the midst of all this uncertainty. I know you wish the tears weren't there, but I'm not yet ready to pull them out. When I become anxious about these things, I turn to the Psalms. Time and time again, they comfort me. Psalm 91 says, I can dwell in the shelter of the Most High, protected from the storms. He alone is my mighty fortress. Nothing gives me more comfort than to realize when I pray, He hears me. God is creative and not limited by situations we may see as impossible. Almost everyone knows Psalm 23. In verse 5, David says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He didn't say, I will remove your enemies and then prepare the table. If you're like me, you don't want to be around your enemies. It reminds me of the parable of the wheat and the tares. We would like the tares not to be there. We would like our enemies not to be there. But God does things very differently. And later on in Psalm 23, he says he will pour oil upon us. When I studied this out in practical terms, the shepherd would put oil on the sheep to protect them from pests. Like the tares, the pests may still be around, but as we stand firm in faith, covered with the oil of the Holy Spirit, they will have no access. God's presence in and on our lives will protect us. The process of making that oil will require crushing and pressure. We don't much like it, but it's something that Holy Spirit is doing. To give oil in our lamps will require sacrifices. We don't much hear about sacrifices these days. But in the time that Jesus lived, it was common to discuss these things. Oil in our lamps will make us bright in a world that is so dark. A lot of people in Christian circles talk about grace, but abandon the notion of being set apart. It is like they want their cake with no calories. I love the grace message, and I wish it was my call to talk only about the easy things, but it isn't. Part of what God has called me to do is to challenge you to a life of holiness. 
that looks nothing like religion. There are things already set up in heaven that we in the body of Christ have not yet clued into. That is the tension of the season we are living in. And if I was to be honest, I don't much like it. One of the symptoms of lack of holiness is apathy. What I mean is this modern phenomenon, Sunday worship, kind of like entertainment. It deeply troubles me. Didn't Jesus say his house would be founded on prayer? What if our Sunday morning gatherings resembled prayer meetings and teaching of the Word of God instead of concert halls and conferences? The whole point is to draw our heart to Jesus. I never sought out to be a reformist, but I guess I am. I want to see the church demonstrate the greater works I read about in the book of Acts. I admit, I am frustrated. So what do I do? I pray, I seek God, and I wait for his instructions. He's teaching me patience and trust in this process. And any change that I desire has to start with me because I can't give away what I do not have. I know many of you listening do not share my views and you are content in where you're at. That just isn't the season I'm in. We are all in different places. It isn't about good or bad. It's just different. It isn't about judging, but about being authentic. Just be real. You aren't fooling God anyway. Well, that's about all I have today. Thanks for joining me. Till next time. This is Nicole Baker from King's Court Podcast.